The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. April 1st at 7.30 p.m., SGP will be at the Ice House in Los Angeles. So come hang out with the crew. All info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. Hey, give the show a a follow. Uh, Hey, in fact, give us a review. Give us a rating. Uh, We're going to be doing a a giveaway, a prize to be determined for uh, for folks who do uh, reviews of the show. So uh, go ahead and get your name in there. Uh, Who am I? I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn, and uh, I really don't know what to say other than get down your fiddle and get down your bow, kick off your shoes, you throw them on the floor, you dance with the kitchen in the kitchen till the morning light, Louisiana Saturday night, because it is Louisiana Derby weekend, and uh, to join me to talk Louisiana Derby, pick five, the man, the myth, the man who's got muscles like Superman's trainer, Ryan Dickey, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan, what's up, buddy? Uh, I think you may have misread my bio. Oh, that's not you? Oh, shit. No. Son no. of a bitch. How have things been, man? You've been uh, a lot of changes for you recently. Yep. Uh, there's been a lot of changes for me since uh, August of 2018. So uh, the newest and greatest is I'm no longer in the state of Nevada. I'm now in the prairie state of Illinois. I I mean a little, a little north of Chicago action. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like um I feel like no one's told you this yet, so apparently I should. Um, it is pronounced Illinois, sir. Oh, well, that's funny because I studied French up to and including my second year in college. I don't remember ever saying Illinois. You you, okay? So one time, uh. Actually, the first time I ever did something with ABR, I made a joke that I had a, a minor in French lit. And uh, for at least a year and a half, I let Dan Torgman believe that uh, until like my, my conscience got the best of me. I texted him. I was like, listen, man, I've been living a lie. It was all a ruse. I never had a minor in French lit. I also, by the way, never had that BA in hustling uh, from the School of Hard Knocks. Uh, <laughs> Turns out that they were not an accredited institution. So you've been watching the hoops? Been watching the hoops? Oh yeah, I've been watching lots and lots and lots and lots of hours of basketball. It's uh, I, it, it's gonna be the dirty homer portion of the show here before we get into talking about the oh, nice. uh, late pick five on Louisiana Derby Day at Fairgrounds. Uh, but my my Razorbacks take on UConn tonight. I believe they're four and a half point underdogs. The line opened at three and a half. I mean, Arkansas yes. on the money line, right? That's exactly where I go. Really? Ex- oh, absolutely. Yeah, Arkansas wins this game. I like your confidence. I like that. Um, that feels nice. I want to. I want to win this game, and then uh, 
revenge, or, you know, get a uh, revenge for 1995 against UCLA in the next round. Yeah, well, that that part's not happening. Yeah, that's probably that's it's a bridge too far. We had to go through a through a meat grinder. Right. So, Ryan, are you a big yes. fairgrounds guy? So I've had a horse that has run at fairgrounds and was stable at fairgrounds. I've been there twice. Um, I love New Orleans. I didn't think it was going to be a town I liked because my dad went there for the final four one year, the uh, Chris Weber timeout time. And he told me that New Orleans stunk and it was just dirty and nothing, nothing good. But uh, I guess fun is what you make of it. And uh, I've, I've been down there twice for, for racing and, you know, I wrecked a rental car, crashed into a bayou. Uh, I had a great time both times I was down in New Orleans. Did you, was it, was this before car GPS and like you, Michael, or, or did you like Michael Scott it, just follow, follow it straight into a, a bayou? No. So I was, funny story. It was raining uh, and I was down in obviously Louisiana and, little CCR comes out and it's uh, I want to know if you ever seen the rain and I was like I'm living my best life I'm, I'm heading to fairgrounds to see my horse who's, who's about to race and I'm I want to know have you ever seen the rain I'm like yeah I see the rain and then I came over a hill and I was going a little too fast let's say and kind of lost the back end and I, I, I you know I, I, I turned into the to, to the spin and then I turned out of the spin and I just lost it. I was, let's say, 80-ish. I was going 80-something-ish, and uh, I lost it, and then off the road and into a bayou, hit a tree, and yeah, uh, fun times. If only, if only that radio station was doing CCR back-to-backs, and that you instantly got born on the bayou uh, as yeah, soon as you, right. as soon as you risky businessed your rental car into right. uh, into some backwater. <laughs> Fun fact, Michael Baychok actually offered to come pick me up because I posted on social media that I had crashed and I wasn't far from him. He said, hey, I'll come pick you up. And I had never met the guy at that point in my life. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. Also, I want, to th- I want to say the most remarkable part of that story, Ryan, is that you found a hill in New Orleans, Louisiana. So, yeah, uh, on the way in, uh, you, you can't see. Like where, where I was, you couldn't really see everything. But like, as you're coming over the hill, you see the whole uh new orleans area and i guess i was just enamored and i just kind of gunned it oops crash well let's hope that your pick five that you're gonna give us doesn't crash into the bayou um (laughs) so (laughs) we are gonna all right, we're going to take a quick break here at the Notorious OTV. When we get back, we are talking Louisiana Derby Day at the fairgrounds. Their late pick five. Well, all stakes pick five, I'll call it, because uh, it ends with the, pay, the race for the Kentucky Derby points, the Louisiana Derby. We will be right back with more Notorious OTV. Online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour each thursday from 5 to 6 p.m eastern time during win bet win hour marquee games of the week we'll have a better odds on win bet giving you a larger payout opportunity and march madness is here so many ways to bet on the big dance sign up today to receive a special offer bet 100 get 100 and it's limited to state availability and of course for our dgens only if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week you get a thousand dollar free credit there's so much to choose from all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the win bet app 
Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The SGP guys are going to be hosting a Final Four watch party at the historic Ice House in Pasadena, California. Saturday, April 1st at 7.30 p.m. Get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. And are you looking out to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can win a three-night stay at Circle Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Let's go ahead, let's set up the sequence. It is Louisiana Derby Day at Fairgrounds this Saturday, March 25th, 2023. Year of our Lord starts, the sequence we're talking starts, race 8. Post time, 432 Eastern, 323 God's time, a.k.a. Central. Uh... So it's a pick five. It's all stakes races. You have one race in here that's a very short field of five. Uh, what was your strategy for the sequence? Uh, did you try to leverage that short field in any sort of way? Well, nope. Uh, I'm going to zag where everybody else is going to zig. Uh, my 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 first and overall strategy for this pick five is to toss toss instant coffee in the Louisiana Derby. So. Instant coffee, instant tossy for me. And then when we get into it, yeah, there's five horses in that, uh, the Oaks race, but uh, I think three of them have legitimate chance. And whereas I know that people say, hey, conventional wisdom says you, you want to pick one here and, 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 and go for it. I'm not conventionally wise, so I'm not going to do that. But, uh, we'll get into that. All right, well, let's go ahead. Let's dig in. Uh, race eight's the eight and a half furlong, $100,000 Tom Benson Memorial Stakes. It is on the turf, and it's for Phillies and Mares, four years old and up. Uh, this race, to me, looked like it had a good amount of pace uh, with the, the one adventuring and the five gather as you go, sending for the early lead. And I think that's going to burn up uh, the one adventuring early. So I'm using three horses in this leg, and I'm, I'm thinking of something that uh, can come from off the pace at a price. Uh, what what How did you see this race unfolding? Was it similar? And uh, where are you going uh, here in the first leg? So I... Hundred percent believe that adventuring is going to lead, but I don't think that uh, there's going to be that much pressure. Uh, I mean, obviously, you look at the past performances, and it looks like uh, someone's going to go with it. But I, I, I just, I really like adventuring here a whole lot. I think this is a gate to wire winner. Um, in fact, my entire pick five is going to be based upon uh, this single. I understand she can't sing one this last year. Um, you know, with with, with Al Stahl. Um, New Year's Eve, the number nine horse, which I think is probably going to be a horse that you like a little bit. Uh, for, for Walsh, coming off 201-day uh, layoff. Two for two at the distance. Uh, two wins out of three starts at fairgrounds. I'm good with that. Uh, and then, obviously, the number seven. Uh, I don't even know how to say. Tro Barrett's name for Neil Peston. I think this one's in form. Four years old that somebody want to use underneath. But I just think that this is going to be a gate-to-wire shot by uh, Brad Cox and Louis Saez on adventuring. And I'm singling the one here. And uh, if I lose, it's time to play the pick four. 
There we go. That's why God made pick fours. Yeah, we are seeing this this race a little bit different because I thought that adventuring does get enough pressure, enough pressure that it really hurts uh, the chances. And I don't know uh, something about the the stretches at, at fairgrounds. Uh, they're about a week and a half long, it feels, and they're also where prayers for the wire to hurry up and get there go to fucking die. Um, so I'm using three horses here. Uh, let's go numer in numeric order. The three Trail Ridge Road. 12, 12 to 1, gets Rosario up for Chris Block. It's one in Illinois, uh, you know, bred restricted company. Illinois. Illinois. Yes, uh, my bad. I'm sorry. I was trying to make you feel more comfortable. Uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. That's a, that's a gracious host. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm the best. Um, <laughs> it's, we're just taking some big steps forward since shipping to fairgrounds. Um you know, I, I like the local flair because I do feel like the fairgrounds is like a, a, a pretty unique track unto itself. And just like the way that it's shaped, it's got stretches that are, I feel like, a mile long on their own. And then uh, really like sharp, tight turns. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, of like uh, Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs seems to have that a little bit. But fairgrounds seems to be unique. Um, like fairgrounds feels like a like the Kentucky Downs stretch sometimes. That's fair. Grounds. All right, so four Island Highway, fifteen to one. You're getting the meat leading jock from from Oakland Park to take the trip to to Fairgrounds for this with uh, Christian Torres, and the horse won two straight. Uh, I mean, it's it's Remington Park and includes a non grade stakes win, uh, but the horse was in great form with Torres up. I, I think that's going to make a big difference. And if if she can return to the form she had with Torres, she's I think she's capable of winning this race. And then you were correct. Uh, the nine, New Year's Eve at five to one, comes off a long layoff for Brendan Walsh, which is a strong angle, um, and has tons of black back class here. It's running back out of a graded stakes race at uh, at Kentucky Downs, and we all know how I feel about Kentucky Downs shippers. Little pig boy. Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch baby mistress gets the stand up. I'm a dirty little pig boy. For Kentucky Down shippers. Uh so I'm using the three horses here. Uh three, four, nine. Uh Ryan's hoping for the uh the scoundrels reprieve of the single uh on adventuring. If that doesn't come through, he is playing a pick four because that's why God made them. Let's move on to the second leg. Race nine. Nine furlongs, half a milli, the New Orleans classic, grade two. It's for four year four years old and up, and the one thing I will say about this race, well, I'm going to say two things. The first is that, uh, congratulations, Art Collector. I'm now aware of you again. Uh, and then two, uh, that there looks like this is a bunch of early speed. So I'm going for another kind of off-the-pace uh, thing with a, with a couple of prices here. Uh, what do you think of the pace setup? What do you think of uh, Art Collector? What, what, what's up? What's up? What are, you, what are you doing? What's up? <laughs> So much like the last race, I do believe that the number one treasury uh, could could uh, put them to sleep here, uh, get out in front. Uh, yeah, there's a couple that could go with them, but I think treasury is your 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 uh, pace setter, and it's a horse that in this race when I play it uh, vertically, I'm going to use underneath because I think he can uh, you know have such a lead that, and, it, and I know you talked about the, the stretch there at Fairgrounds, but I think this one can have such a, a, a lead uh, coming home that should hit the board. Um, I also like Pioneer of, of Medina, Medina, whatever, Funky Cold Medina. I like that horse underneath. 
But for me, and, and it's going to become more and more evident why I'm not going to play instant coffee, because there's two horses here, two to one and eight to five. And those are the two I'm playing. I mean, Art Collector, got to use. He's never run at the fairgrounds before. I get it, but he's won eight races at this distance and 10 tries. Got to use him. And then West Willpower, the number three. Hey, weird. Brad Cox again, this time with Flavian Pratt aboard. Uh, he's, he's in uh, in form, raced 35 uh, days ago. Six-year-old, never run at fairgrounds either, but uh, in the four times he's run at this exact distance, he's won two and come in second too. So uh, as I'm singling in the first race, I'm only going two deep here with the two and three. So to start the pick five for me, it's one and then two, three. See, I, I thought the Treasury Art Collector, Westwell Power, and Pioneer Medina we're all going to be up there pretty close in that it might get a little, a little nervous up front, a little, you know, a little can. Uh, so I, I decided to use two off, off pace horses here. They're going to be sitting right in that second wave. Like I can see them just right behind the, you know, all those horses that I just mentioned. Uh, the first is going to be the five rattle and roll 10 to one comes off a long layoff where he finished fourth at Keeneland in a great stakes company over going, ha- uh, uh, sorry, going over half a mile. Uh, let's see. There are a lot of good, you know, marathon horses in the, in there and uh you know it wasn't really the right place for this horse gets the cut back in distance today uh gets a jockey who i believe is leading the fairgrounds meet and has the most uh awesome abbreviation uh bjhj uh brian j hernandez <laughs> jr uh who's 21 percent for the beat 24 percent with the beat and uh, the bjhj will have a, a good stocking position the bjhj sneaks up on you any, any place, a parked car, a movie theater. Um, the seven, Mr. Wireless, eight to one. Brett Calhoun, that feels like just a fairgrounds name to me. Uh, gives Mr. Wireless the extra ground after the horse. It looks like it's just been begging for extra ground after finishing second by a neck in two straight races, going uh, half a furlong shorter. I do think that, that half a furlong might make the difference, or he's just a hanger. We'll find out. Uh, so I'm too deep, five seven here in the uh, new orleans classic with a uh, rattle and roll 10 to one mr wireless eight to one sounds good to me yeah you think do you think i get my meltdown ryan i'm just i'm just beside myself the brian hernandez yeah did have you ever realized that no never not one time well, I say BJHJ comes five knuckling shuffling past everybody uh, in in the stretch to take this one personally. All right. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've pretty much killed. I've ran that one into yeah. the dirt pretty much. Yeah. What, what are we even doing? So, uh, whatever. While we're, while we're <laughs> fixing the dirt uh, that I just ruined, we're gonna move over to a turf race. But we're gonna make you wait for it. Uh, we'll be right back with more notorious OTB. Me and Ryan Dickey are gonna. Rest of this, all stakes pick five at the fairgrounds this Saturday. We will be right back. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. All right, so we are two legs deep. We're moving on to race 10 on this fairgrounds card. It's nine furlongs. 
on the turf, the $300,000 Munez Memorial Classic. Uh, it's for four years old and up. And I just got to say it, uh, RIP, Malcolm, we miss you every day. We miss you every day, uh, Frankie Munez. I, I, I knew it was going to be a Malcolm in the Middle reference. I don't know where else you go with Munez, quite yeah. honestly. Are there other fam- famous Munezes you know? Well, probably the one that the racist team had, I'm guessing. Well, son of a bitch, you're probably right, Ryan. I don't know why you come on here and be so combative. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so this looks like a like a slow play, pace to me. So it finally looked like a, a chance to take a couple of horses where, uh, you know, that were, were pretty close to top choice on the money line, one of them being top choice on the money line, uh, because I think it's a Fordly placed horse that probably shakes loose late here. Uh, do you concur? Well, I'm looking at the Optics EQ uh, chart, and I see a big quad one square with a tone. And I'm going to tell you, I have become, over the last, I don't know, three weeks, a big fan of Optics EQ. So, uh, you know, I don't know if this constitutes a uh, an endorsement or some kind of commercial, but uh, I really like the tone in this race. I'll tell you what, Optics hit my group of handicapping friends like crack in the fucking 80s. Like, you know, they're next thing you know, they're stealing car stereos for a fucking Q, Q1 square, you know? It's fucking oh, insane. Atone's a big Q1 square. I like that horse. And if I do uh, lose the first race, uh, I'm going to single Atone in the pick four because, you know, I'm already going to be, <laughs> I'm already going to be in trouble. So, uh, yeah. but in the pick five, hopefully we're still alive. I'm going to go three deep here. Okay. Uh, in fact, all the horses I'm going to use are horses that are coming in off 56 days off the shelf. Uh, 56 days off the shelf would be the day that the Pegasus Turf was run. That's when the Tone won that grade one race. But also, the number five Spooky Channel for Jason Barkley uh, ran that day also. Eight-year-old Yeldon, multiple great stakes winner. Uh, Rosario is up. And I, I'm not the hugest fan of Rosario all the time, but... Uh, you looked, he's actually won the uh, Louisiana Derby two years in a row. And I think there's a chance that he's going to get a double or even a triple on the 15 card, uh, 15 race card at Fairgrounds. So I'm going to have to use Rosario here. And then another horse I want to use is another mystery. So we've got Chris Block with the uh, Flavian Pratt. Um, Block's been winning pretty good, you know, and this horse only has one stinker. Uh, of, of re- recent uh, form, and that's that the uh, synth race at Gulfstream Park. I think what two back or something like that. But I'm going to use all three: the one, the five, and the seven. And uh, you know, optics QB damn. Let's go. Okay. Well, it, I was pretty much, I was pretty much the same, except I only used two of the horses that you mentioned. Uh, okay. A tone. Uh, I mean, like you're you're right. Strong win in the Pegasus World Club Turf Invitational. Versatile runner that could go forward. Uh, or take charge of the pace, you know, it, it, you know, or, or just rate, you know, the horses can do, it seems like it can do multiple things to win, which I mean, they're always dangerous. And then, uh, for friend of the show, Jason Barkley, the five spooky channel, uh, it's not just because he's friend of the show, though. I am a big, disgusting Homer. Uh, I have reasons behind this. It has a recent history of firing off the layoff. And, uh, you know, if, it rains like it's supposed to tomorrow at the fairgrounds. And I think this turf course is going to have a little bit of cut in the ground. And I think that's going to pay play really well to spooky channel who looks like a horse that really likes the softer going. 
so I, I think Barkley might be able to to rack up his second career uh, graded stakes race here with a uh, Spooky Channel uh, here with the uh, the Munez Memorial Classic. I was always a bigger fan of uh, of his brother Reese, to be honest. Well, I don't know Reese, but I'm a, I'm a J Bark fan for sure. Okay, I'm color, color me a fan. Color me a fan. I was, I was talking about uh, Malcolm's uh, brother Reese, uh, you know, uh, of the in in the uh, middle that, fame. That that one went right over my head. But, uh, yeah, it's because it wasn't a good one. Uh, it was you you were, you did well you did well to duck you there. You said it, not me. That's right. All right. So moving on. Hey, if I'm nothing, if not painfully self-aware, uh, Ryan, let's go race eleven, eight and a half furlongs, the fairground oaks. It's a grade two for the three-year-old Phillies. We talked about it. Five-horse race. Conventional wisdom says this is where you need to take your single. You said, Mm-mm. I'm not a conventional gentleman. Explain. I'm, I'm, just not, I, I'm not conventionally wise. The conventional wisdom oh, is, to, okay. is to fire one, but uh, I'm not wise conventionally. Uh, here's the thing. There's three horses in this race that are low odds. They're going to be low odds. There's no two ways about it. But I think that, I mean, obviously, uh, Hoosier Philly uh, looks like a special horse as a two-year-old went three for three, uh, lost last out to, to the three here, pretty mischievous. Um, those two, I think, are really, really going to be the two that are dueling towards the wire. I think the number two, Christian Door, will be out on the lead alone for most of the race, and it'll be up for the other uh, four horses to, to catch this one. But I think of those four, only three of them are going to have you know a chance to catch. And I, and I like the number four, the Alley's look with Brad Cox and Louis Saez. This one has better time form figures than both uh, Pretty Mischievous and Hoosier Philly. Um, I think this one has a chance, and I think obviously Brad Cox is going to have a big day uh, down in New Orleans. So for me, I'm going three deep in a five-horse race. It sounds silly, but that's where I'm going, three, four, five. All right, I I went the conventional route with the only five entrant race, even though it seems like crazy shit always happens in these really short races. Something wonky t- typically goes down, and I'm going to be uh, even more predictable here. And I'm uh, singling who I believe is the chalk, the three, pretty uh, pretty mischievous. Uh, you know, the horse won the Rachel Alexandra last out and won the Intappable two back with BJHJ up. Uh, the horse has improved almost every time it's gone in the gate. And second off the layoff, I feel like it's got a lot of things going with it. And I also feel like I'm going with a trusted brand and singles in this race. That's right. Go Dolphin, because that my Dolphin. Uh, I, I feel like if you were to like line up the, the jockeys from all of my singles over the last few years, you would see a lot of blue. It would look like a Southside Crip gang, Ryan. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, I'm single there. Ryan, he's, he's bucking trends. Uh, and he is, uh, he's decided that, uh, he is going three deep with the three, four, five. I'm just on the three race 12. Here we are. The big one, the $1 million grade two Louisiana Derby going a mile and three sixteenths. I tried to do the conversion to furlongs and it broke my head. Um, I, <laughs> what is that? I, how much, what is that, Ryan? How much, what's the distance? Is that nine and well, a half? Well, one, well, one, one furlong would be eight. Yeah, and then another would be nine, and then yeah. partial levels would be nine and nine and change. We'll say nine and change. That's okay. That's why. That's what I thought, but I wanted you to say it first because I felt dumb. All right, nine and change. So I have been 
you know, I've been playing pretty shy this entire sequence. Um, we all know that that Brad Cox, the hot Cox, as we like to call him here, uh, is going to win races at fairgrounds. I haven't picked any Brad Cox horses. I find myself grasping at all the Cox here. Let that, yeah. How's that sitting? Yeah. How's that settling yeah. on you there? No, 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 no. I'm gonna airtight this thing with all the hot cocks. Right, right. What'd you think of the Louisiana Derby? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So instant coffee. People are gonna say he's the most logical winner. People are gonna single him. I'm playing against, and the reason I'm playing against is. I think there's more of a chance that this one gets caught in traffic and has nowhere to go than I think he has a chance of winning. And the reason is I don't see a lot of pace in this race. And this is a horse that is a closer, likes to come from behind, giggity. And uh, I I just think that there's a a better chance that he gets caught uh, behind horses and and doesn't uh, run his race because of the – the, the pace that I, that I think that he's going to be. So pace dependent horse, he's great. And it sounds, might sound silly going from, you know, a race with this many horses to possibly a race with 20, but I might like instant coffee in the Derby, in the Kentucky Derby um, because of his running style. I think, you know, we're going to find somebody that's going to have some pace in that race eventually, I think. But uh, let's, let's talk more about today and less about the first Saturday. Of May. I really like Kings Barnes here for uh, Todd Pletcher, him and Pratt. He's my top choice. Uh, I think he's got another eminent move forward. He's been moving forward uh, all spring, and I think this is another chance for him to move forward. And I think he's not going to have so much traffic trouble because he's going to be more forwardly placed. But I'm not going to go one deep here. I'm going to go five deep. I also like the number five, Disarm, which is a good Smashing pumpkin song. Uh, we've got Rosario going for his third consecutive uh Louisiana Derby, so you know, got to got to leave him in there. But I think this disarm is also a horse on the improve. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen him, so you know, could could be a, a big step forward. But the other horses that I need to use here are the number four Sun Thunder, the number nine Tackett's Conquest, and the number ten Dennington. Although I'm not a big fan of the keep winning the big big races, and I really don't like the horses too far on the outside. I think this one has a puncher's chance. And since I'm not using the favorite, I might as well use a couple of horses at a price. So for me, I'm going four, five, six, nine, ten, and uh, hoping to catch a ticket. So you mentioned a horse that I really like. You're tossing instant coffee. I am using instant coffee. Uh, I, I thought it, Instant Coffee looked the fitting morning line favorite at two to one. Though I do actually really respect the uh, projected path fade that you're giving it. Um, I could see. I mean, the horse is going to be raiding at the rail. Uh, the, you're either going to need to get bold. Or you're going to have to wait for something to to open up. Uh, but I mean, if something does open up, I, I think Instant Coffee could could easily get away with it. Uh, the one, the other one that uh, you mentioned that uh, I we both like here is uh, Kings Barn at six to one for Todd Pletcher. Uh, this is such a why the fuck are you here entry because uh, the horse ran up the score last out in the $75,000 optional optional claimer at Tampa. Uh, it's a perfect two for two. 
Uh, I mean, I could 100% see this horse being loaded, and I'm kind of, I mean, just looking at the line, I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of steam here if the horse is coming in at 6-1 to one out of a $75,000 optional claimer at Tampa that it won by seven lengths. Uh, the next one, I, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm using I'm using all of the Brad Coxes's, uh The nine tap, it's Conquest, 10-1. to one. Uh, It's a joint venture between Robert Lapenta and E5 Racing, which are pretty good. Pretty good connections to have. Uh, took the Overland trip in the in the Risen Star, uh, getting the seven path there. I don't think that Tappet's Conquest will be trapped that far wide today. So, you know, also doing a little bit of trip and path handicapping, uh, not to be outdone by my guest. Uh, and then I'm using the 11, Jace's Road, uh, being named Chase. Uh, a lot of people mistook me for saying Jace uh, for my first name. Uh, you know, for my first name over the years. Just kidding. Uh, quality road Colt that won the Gunrunner Gate to Wire, uh, and it got beat by a clear winner in the Southwest uh, at Oakland uh, Arabian Night. I think he runs back well today because I don't think that there's a, just a superior horse out there that will completely take the starch out of him. And uh, the horse is definitely going to benefit from being back on a uh, a fast track. So I used Jace's Road at twelve to one, which put me on the two, six, nine, and eleven Instant Coffee Kings Barn Tap. It's conquested Jace's Road. I ran out of air. <laughs> if it rains, I want nothing to do with that 11. But like you said, if it's a fast track, uh, I, I might have to reconsider. Right. I I really like that horse. Can't, that, horse can't, the, that horse. That horse can't run in the, in the slot. Let's let's handicap the uh, the track maintenance crew at uh, at fairgrounds real quick uh, because I mean they they are supposed to get a good amount of rain but i have a feeling with it being louisiana derby day that they're probably still going to get that thing worked to fast by the end of the day what do you think well i mean this is race 12 we're talking about i mean if they can't if they can't get rid of water from the day before by race 12 then what are they doing then we've got some problems we got some problems yeah. uh we do have to mention though that uh you know uh louisiana is under new orleans itself is under sea level so you know yeah. there's yeah. that right Sure. I once saw I once saw the roots uh, in the fair, in the uh, the uh, infield at fairgrounds with special guest yeah. Ludacris. It, it was a, it was special. Oh. It was it was at Man. it was at fair it was at a jazz fest. It was special. It was a special outing. Yeah, yeah. That was my I humble really brag. Have you. I, I, I don't know for some reason I didn't have you as much of a Luda fan. Oh, dude. Okay. All right. Okay. Story time. My bad. My bad. Story. T- Before we wrap wrap up these tickets, story time here. Uh, <laughs> So there's a there's a there used to be a music uh, just I'm using air quotes music festival in Little Rock called River Fest every year and it was always just like a weird blend of artists you know like you would get like better than Ezra and like Cool Modi and you know things like that um, so uh, I have a friend of mine who's who's a rapper in town six oh seven he's one of the greatest ever you should check him out um, and he opened for Ludacris. And so I was up very close. The crowd starts filling in with me. Like I have like an ass pocket full of whiskey with my with my flask. <laughs> and I I'm enjoying Ludacris. And Ludacris comes out and uh he's like, I'm gonna see who the real Ludacris fans are. I am going to and he starts playing the song and I know it instantly is drop you know, is throw them bows and I'm I'm throwing bows. I'm getting it. <laughs> and I look around and no one else like has any idea what's going on because I'm surrounded by 14 year old girls who were like two when the song throw them bows <laughs> came out and also kept saying things like, Ooh, it smell like alcohol whenever I would open up my flask. 
So that's my Luda experience. Let's 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 wrap up these tickets here. Let's tell the people what they had, what we got. Uh, Ryan, can you are you good to wrap yours up? I can do mine if you need. You you, you do. It. That's cool. Uh, All right, no, so I'll, I'll just go through mine real quick. I'm singling the okay. I'm singling the one in the first race, going two three in the in the second leg, one five seven in the third leg, three four five in that five horse race. Shut up, not you, the <laughs> listeners. And then uh, four five six nine ten going against instant coffee. And the reason we're going against instant coffee is there's a good chance that I'm catching a lot of short odds in the first four legs. I would just like to mention any listener out there who. Uh who is going to review the show that uh, Ryan is not employed by the show. So don't like, don't let that reflect poorly <laughs> on your review that he just told you to shut up. I, I love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear yeah. more of them. Uh, you can tweet at the show at the notorious underscore OTB. So my ticket was $24 at a 50 cent base. It opened up with a three, four, nine. Uh, I was five, seven in the second leg, one, five in the third leg. I singled the three pretty mischievous. And then I was, Two six nine eleven triple teamed by Brad Cox in the last leg. What do you think? How much do we win? Yours is much more. Yours is yours is much more economical than mine. Mine came out to be forty five bones. Forty five? That's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like uh, two and a half hours for for you know forty five dollars <laughs> worth of fun. That's why we're not instant coffee. Because, uh, <laughs> if I if I'm alive. Yeah, we have no respect for instant coffee. We are a French press family here. Um, it's a it's a shame that I missed you. While I was out in Vegas, Ryan. I was looking. I was I was looking forward to it. Yeah, well, you know, things happen. We'll we'll get there someday. Uh, maybe maybe one day we'll uh, we'll we'll meet up at Oprah again. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, well, that's gonna be it for here. For the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Enjoy the Louisiana Derby. Ryan, Ethan, you want to shout out? Go Tennessee tonight. Go Texas tomorrow. So, I'm probably not going to edit this out. Uh, all Because, like... You you yeah. broke up really bad, and all I heard was, was you laughing hysterically at, at something that you said, uh, which <laughs> which is which is pretty like it was you great. It was know? like a oh um, I I do, but like, what I got on my end was like all right. What did you say? <laughs> I I went the old woo pig suey route because I was telling the the. The, the basketball teams I want to bet tonight, uh, Tennessee and then Texas tomorrow and also Arkansas on the money line. And I wanted to say woo pig suey, but I said four pig suey. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like a war pig. Wings, more pigs. Yeah. Yeah, for, for all I, it sounded like you were just like looking at a map and like giggling at its arrangement because I just, I was just getting like random parts of state names. Yeah. It was like X is in a C. All right, that's oh, gonna do it. <laughs> that's uh, me, uh, that's gonna Sorry. do it for us. <laughs> that's that, that's this was the most I feel like the most fitting ending for the uh, episode. That's gonna do it for us here at the Notorious OTV. We will catch you next time.